Yeah. What's up, fam? Welcome back to the Karma of It All. I'm your host, Miss Complexity. And yes, we're getting in today. We've been talking all week about connecting with the deceased and helping those who are grieving to overcome. And today we're going to get into the five tips weekly on how to cope after losing a loved one. Now, we know that losing a loved one is a very challenging and emotional experience. And when we cope with grief, it is a unique process for each individual, which means no one grieves and heals the same. Okay, so there's no one size fit all for this. But here are some tips that may offer you help in coping after a log of a loved one. Number one, allow yourself to grieve. Please do, because a lot of times people like to stuff this down inside. They gotta be strong for everybody else that's here. No, no, no. You better shed them tears. You better do what you gotta do to get it out. Because if you stuff it down, you're gonna end up bitter, angry, and you don't want that. It's very important to acknowledge and allow yourself to feel the range of emotions that come with grief. That includes sadness, anger, guilt, and relief. Okay, those are like the steps of helping someone grieve. It's just like, first you lose them and you're sad. Of course you're sad, you're crying. Then you're mad. Why did you leave me? Blah, blah, blah. God, why did you take them from me? And then you're guilty. Maybe I did something to cause this, you know? And then you're relief. You're like, no, this is what was supposed to happen. I thank you for showing me the way and blah, blah, blah. How that works, okay? Grieving is a natural and necessary part of the healing process. You cannot heal if you do not grieve. I know a lady right now who has never grieved over the passing of her mother. I know two women right now who has never even, they just turned cold and they're not happy. They take it out on everybody else around them and have been doing it for years because they never took the time to heal. They never took the time to grieve. They never took the time. And it shows all the way down to they soul that they really need to sit down and cry. But they think that crying is for pussies and so they don't take the time to heal. And it's sad. Number two, seek support. Surround yourself with a support system. Of course, there's always somebody there that can help you through the grieving process, okay? You might have friends and family that you can talk to that can can help you with this process. Talking about your feelings and memories with others who overstand can help provide comfort, not just for you, but for them too. And you can ease your way through this grieving process. Number three. Taking care of your physical and emotional well-being, as I mentioned um, this week, that sometimes um, grieving 
can be detrimental and it can lead you to major depression where you don't want to get up every day, where you don't want to eat anymore, where you don't want to take a wash your butt. You don't want to do anything that you're supposed to do, okay? Because you are grieving. You're so weighed down with this depression and negative stress. Grieving can take a real big toll on your physical and emotional health. That's why it is important to heal and go through the grieving process by making sure to prioritize your self-care, get enough rest, eat and eat correctly and enough, okay, do engaging activities with others, help yourself be comforted and relaxed, okay? This can help you process the grieving, um, the loss of someone, the depression that you're going through. Exercise can also be very beneficial for your physical and emotional well-being. One thing I do want to um, add in here is don't succumb to pharmaceutical extractions, drugs, and things, and reckless behavior. Even though they say that you should um, let them grieve how they want to grieve, if someone sees you going down the wrong path and they're not stopping you, then who's going to end up next in the grave, you know? You don't want that. You don't want to be the next to go. And... um it's best to stay away from drugs and reckless behaviors. It doesn't make you feel any better. It just kind of numbs the pain enough for you to stuff it deep, deep down. And then when you do that, you're not healing. You're actually just turning the blind eye away from the real problem. And eventually, the real problem starts to manifest and it starts to come out in yelling spurts, angerness, um, devious deeds and things in that nature. So yes, please be careful guys out there. Number four, create rituals or memor memorials. Uh, some people put altars up. Um, I have an altar, but I don't have my altar for one person. My altar is for the spirit and thank, thankful um, proceedings that I, I do. I just sit there and pray. You know, that's a little, my little praying area. But um, some people do rituals. Like I mentioned earlier this week, uh, some people will go to the grave sites and let balloons off or host a party or um, pay homage to the person that passed away, basically. It's not summoning them back here and calling on them to do dirty work. That is not, that is not a good ritual or memorial. That is evil doing right there. Um, if they were supposed to be here, they would be here. But apparently they're not here. You're just celebrating their essence, okay? And you're thanking them for, you know, watching over you and being 
on earth giving you that um, energy that they needed. And, you know, you're happy. You're not sad. No one wants to be sad. So when you do a ritual or a memorial for the passed over person, um, you're doing it out of love. You're actually doing it out of respect and love for that person. So establishing rituals or creating a memorial in honor of the passed over loved one can be a meaningful way to remember and celebrate their life, okay? You could do scrapbooks. You can plant a tree. You can, like I said, go to the, to the uh, grave site, set, let the flowers off. There's things that you could do to represent the passed away loved one that will make them smile, Okay, so um, and it also bring peace and makes you feel good. Yeah, I love that. And number five, take time for yourself. It is beneficial to go through that dark night of the soul after someone has passed. When you sit by yourself, you're able to actually connect with this person if you talk to them like they were still there. Um, I used to have a, a person, my father called him Mr. Mythman. I don't know why, but I always was talking to myself. <laughs> I always talked to myself. My dad said I, his name was Mr. Mythman. I was like five years old, maybe younger, when Mr. Mythman came about. Come to find out, Mr. Mythman was basically my great-grandfather who was always talking to me. He's been talking to me for eons. And even though people may think you're crazy, I didn't give a what. I know Mr. McMahon was real. I know that my childhood playmate, whoever that was, my imaginary playfriend, was real. And um, as I grew older, I found out exactly who Mr. McMahon was. And it happens to be my great-grandfather, my great-great-grandfather. So, Yeah. This grieving is a personal process when you're by yourself. And it's important to give yourself that time and space that you need. So um, you have to be patient with yourself and avoid putting pressure on your healing. There is no time limit to healing. Okay, there's things that you would do that are not reckless or detrimental to your health that you can do to help you grieve, okay? So there's no need for you to go out there and get all drugged up and go acting like a crazy child because someone passed away. No, it's best that you take time to yourself, be by yourself, visit the water, talk to your friend, um, go to the graveside, talk to them. I don't care, however you do, Spend that time for yourself. And while you're in that time, speak speak like you normally would to the person that has passed over. And I guarantee you, they will heal you. Everyone grieves at their own pace. So it's okay to take a break. It's okay to step back when you need to. It's okay to disappear for a minute. <laughs> I do it all the time. <laughs> but not to just communicate with the deceased, but just because I know that I need my time away, my time for me, you know. Um, last week, y'all didn't see me last week. Last week I wasn't on 
on the podcast, but sometimes I have to take those breaks, those needed breaks to recharge myself so I can get back into the game, you know? So those are the five ways of coping after you've lost a loved one. One, allow yourself to grieve. Two, seek support. Three, take care of your physical and emotional well-being. Four, create rituals or memorials. And five, take time to yourself. Remember, there is no right nor wrong way to grieve. And it's okay to seek professional help if you feel that it will help you and you're feeling challenged in your own coping sessions. Grief counseling or therapy can also provide additional support and guidance as you navigate through the difficult emotions associated with the loss of someone you love. So with that being said, y'all, I thank you all for tuning in for the five tips weekly. And I guess I'll see you guys next week. Enjoy, as always. Deuces.